welcome to For the Love of Life podcast, where we're going to be diving deep into all things spiritual growth, all things mindset, all things rituals, all things manifestation. I'm excited for this growth to happen together for us, and let's dive in. Hi, what's up, everyone? Uh, good morning, at least it's morning for me, probably not when you listen to this, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Sat down with myself today, did some tapping, EFT tapping, I can talk about that if you guys want me to, just let me know if you don't know what it is. Um, but I kind of worked through some emotions, and you know, this isn't going away anytime soon, guys. Um, this isolation period has been pushed until the 30th of this month a whole new month of solitude of quarantine of isolation (laughs) and the thing is is once it's gone it's gone then we carry on with our regular way of lives and I really am making this time a time for me personally to not come out of this the same because this is a time that we won't get back like I said and it's important to, d- to s- decide what it is you're going to do at this time. And I won't lie, I'm sure there's other people out there, so that's why I feel like I just have to say it. I had a moment where I just was dwelling, you know? Um, kind of uh, sat back and like, asked myself, like, what am I outside of my 9-to-5 job? Is this what it is? Like, not really, like, just c- cleaning profusely, doing some online work, Um and kind of just dwelling on the situation. No, that is not what my life should be outside of my 9 to 5. Because that's not what I want to manifest within my life. Hopefully that reckons with somebody. And um, like I've said before, I'm not here to try to um, make myself be perceived as someone that has it all together. I am here learning and growing and sharing all of that with you. How I'm learning and how you can... Um, that along with me and I really recommend EFT tapping for that Um, so if you're not aware of it let me know I can do a podcast about that or you can just look it up but today I am I have a couple girls in this month's moon manifestation course and the full moon is coming up this weekend I believe so um, I had a one-on-one video call with one of my clients and um, she was asking, I know my favorite types of rituals for the new moon and such, even though I have one in the, um, the course kind of, uh, made me want to discuss some of my favorite moon rituals, new moon and full moon. So I have, uh, probably two of each, I have two favorites for each moon. So it's going to be short and simple. Um, but yeah, I will be doing these basically almost every (laughs) single new moon. Um, but something else that my, my uh, client had asked on our call the other day, um, I'm going to touch on today as well, which is basically like, what if you didn't manifest what you intended to on your new moon? Do you just keep going? Do you set a new intention? What do you do? So I'm going to be discussing that today too. As I drink my coffee. And outside in the sunshine, there's been some really crazy weather going on. Like I said, I live on the Washington coast, so it's been like really sunny 
and then raining, like pouring down rain, <laughs> but kind of warm at the same time. And it's been sunny and like sprinkling at the same time. Like the whole day has been like sunny and rainy for the past like week. It's like rainforest weather. I'm kind of liking it to be honest. <laughs> This is the time that I love. I love, um, it's not that I'm not a morning person because I am when I get to do what I want, <laughs> you know, and when I don't have somewhere to be at 8 a.m., you know, when I can take my time, do my morning practice, just take as much time as I want and do all of the steps that I want, then I love mornings. I'm just sitting outside in nature, sipping your coffee, I absolutely love it. I would never give this up for living in the city, guys. I love living out in nature, out in the wilderness. <laughs> um, so anyways, I'm going to start with my favorite new moon rituals. Because that's kind of the process of manifesting from new moon to full moon. So my favorite, and this is the first new moon ritual I ever did, too. I did this. Um, when did I do this? When I was about to travel down the coast in an RV. I quit my job. I sold almost all my stuff with my ex-boyfriend and we traveled down the coast and we worked as we went. And it was one of my favorite experiences ever. I would, I would do to get an RV to be honest. Um, but so that was the first time that I did this. I, I wrote a wish on my bay leaf by myself. I did this by myself, obviously. Um, and I don't remember exactly what that was. I think I have pictures of it. But um, so basically what this is, is a new moon bay leaf ritual. So bay leaves are anciently known to grant, help you grant wishes. So the belief is that when you burn these bay leaves and you set an intention on them, that, um, that they aid you to grant your wish. So that's where this is stemmed from, and it's a uh, it's a pretty well-known ritual. I mean, I would say that it is um, searched very often because I see people looking at it on my blog because I have a blog that describes this um, on my site, and I have people looking it up all the time. Like, the phrase is always, like, burning bay leaves to grant witches or for love or for this or for that, and so it's a pretty known um, ritual that goes back a long time. So for any ritual, it's very important to me to set the aura, set the environment around me. Of course, this is not absolutely necessary. So if you don't have a bunch of incense and crystals and all the stuff, don't make that an excuse not to do it. Um, because I used to do that, you know, like the fact that I don't have a space to do it was an excuse for me. And then I lived in an RV for like three years. <laughs> and so I really had to discover that there is always a space for it. Um, the house I live in right now doesn't really have like a separate room or anything like that. Like I would absolutely love and like I have had before, but usually I do it right on the porch <laughs> and just put a bunch of layers on and go outside. And I have a very, um, I have a whole setup spiritual area out here so like I said setting the aura so I will light incense I will set candles all around me I will light can uh did I say that light candles <laughs> um put light candles and put crystals all around me 
Um, and I like to be alone and I like to listen to meditative music. Uh, singing bowls is one of my favorites or just some sort of soothing meditative music. I kind of switch it up. Um, and if there are people around, then I will um, put headphones in and I sage my space on a new moon. And I spend the first half meditating. Meditating on the intention that I am going to be putting on this bay leaf, why I want it, visualizing having it. And I have a visualization meditation on my um, moon manifestation course that guides you through all of this, gives you all of the um, videos, teachings, modules to guide you through this. But I, I've set that intention in my mind I think about what it is I want to um, put out in the universe, what it is that I want to manifest, and I visualize it as if it's already there. I get really excited about it. How my life would be like if it was already in my life. How would I be acting? Where would I be? What would I be doing? What would I be wearing? How would I be feeling? And to recognize that feeling and to take that with me everywhere from that night on and just attribute that feeling so I can manifest it better. So after I'm done doing a very long meditation, I just I do the meditation until it feels right to stop. If I feel like my mind is drifting off way too much, then I continue, continue, continue. It doesn't matter if your mind is... Like, the whole practice of meditating is to draw your mind back. It's to recognize that it has been lost and to draw it back. So it's important to know that because people get really discouraged when they get lost in thought when they're meditating. But that's the whole point. That's the whole point of the practice. And you get better. It's not easy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if I ever find that my mind has been lost, I will, I will bring it back. Um, and I'll do like a silent meditation with like not thinking about anything, clearing the mind before I go into that visualization, or I'll switch it up and do it vice versa, do the visualization first. But I do want my mind to be clear, and I do want to practice my meditation, which basically slows down your mind, gets rid of that monkey mind all the time, allows you to think clearer and more focused, and more, allow you to be more present. So after that meditation, I will, and like sage in the area, setting the aura, the environment, I will write that intention on my bay leaf and I will burn it with a candle, with candlelight. And uh, these bay leaves kind of burn like crazy. They like crackle and um, they don't burn all the way through very easily. So I'll continue, continue to burn them until they're burnt all the way through. And then I'll actually put the, I mean, put the bay leaf in my candle. Um, just as a visual for me, like having it there. Um, and seeing it in my candle, it's like my candle is infused with my intention. It has a, a special place in my heart because of that. <laughs> Although you don't have to do that. And so afterwards, I'll either choose to meditate again. Maybe I'll do some mantras, some affirmations. Um, I like to do a journaling practice that basically goes around the fact of, um, I am so grateful now that... And then write down your whole life as it would be with this already manifesting. Um, 
So just creating that environment, creating that vibe as if it's coming, it's already there. You expect it to show up at any time and you are so grateful that it is. And so yeah, that is my um, bay leaf ritual for you guys. Like I said, that's probably my favorite. Um, my second favorite new moon ritual um, obviously, this is all for setting new intentions, as I um, saw in one of the other podcasts I have that is about moon manifesting. You will know that the new moon is all about setting new intentions and letting go of old habits and bringing on good ones that um, benefit you. Letting go of old ones that don't. So my second favorite is a candle magic. Candle intention or intention candle ritual however you want to call it (laughs) Um, but basically what this is is very similar I'll I'll set the intention um set the aura candles crystals incense all the stuff for me (laughs) Um, music meditative music um sage your space and for this one you want to sage your candle as well um I prefer that you get like a brand new candle. Actually, you very much should get a brand new candle and get one that um, has glass around it. I really like the ones from House of Intuition and that's um, based in California, but you can get them online. They're actually meant for moon manifesting. So um, they're tall and skinny with glass in them and they have crystals on the bottom so that they can be um, crystal infused with your uh, intention. So. So you're going to want to sage your candle, sage your area. The reason why you're going to sage your candle is because saging is more than, I mean, it's really cleansing everything, like every item. Like I always cleanse my crystals when I get them because you don't know who's touched them, the energy that was in that person's body who touched them, the environments that they've been in. They quite like objects, especially crystals, but objects in general absorb the energy around them so much so it's really important that if you're trying to set an intention with something and start something new and fill it with positive vibrations that you're gonna sage it first so once again for this I will meditate visualization meditations are really good for moon manifesting for setting new intentions they really get you inspired because you get to like see that vision in your mind of you manifesting this and it reminds you why it's so important and it allows you to feel the feelings that go along with it so that you can better manifest it throughout the next um, couple weeks until the full moon and continuing onward too but um yeah so basically just meditating visualizing you can do some journaling, but um, when you set your intention, when you uh, you set your intention when you light the candle. So it's important to say something before you light it. Um, I know that House of Intuition I think has something on the back of their candles, like a guide, like a guided um, paragraph that you could say. But really, the gist of it is just saying that you intend to manifest this and you are so grateful that it is going to be manifesting into your life and you release it out into the universe for the universe to respond to you in divine timing and light the candle and so it is very important that you never ever ever blow this candle out it's supposed to blow out on its own i mean it's supposed to go out on its own when it's completely burned down on the bottom so this is burning and letting out your intention out into the universe 
during this time. It should take, if you get the candles, and I'm talking about anyway, three to four days. Um, but when you're not around and you're worried about it, you can put it in the sink, in the bathtub, whatever you got to do. If you absolutely must, um, because you don't feel safe or you're going to be gone for a couple days, whatever it is, um, snuff it out, which is, you know, p using something to put on top of the wick to just like air it out, like suffocating it from air basically, but do not blow it out. It's very important not to do that. And then when you are home and the candle is is present, put it somewhere where you can easily see it so you are being easily reminded of your intention. And then when it does burn out, it's the whole idea is trusting that that intention has been put out into the universe and that it will come to you if it's meant to within divine timing. Letting it go and just attributing the feelings and being so grateful that it's coming to you. So I really like that one as well. Um, but yeah, those are my two favorite new moon rituals. I'd say the new moon rituals are my, my favorite above the full moon. I mean, I love the full moon, but there's something about the new moon, everything being black and new, uh, that is just so beautiful. But it's like a reset of everything. <laughs> Actually, back in ancient days, I mean, um, from what I've studied, women used to actually always menstruate on the new moon. Like everybody was on the same cycle um, because we were so connected to our feminine energy and so connected to nature around us that we cycled with the moon, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> I think you could actually go see um, like f feminine doctors. I don't know what they're called. They're some sort of naturopath that can work on getting you back on your natural cycle with the new moon, which is, which is pretty amazing. So for full moon rituals, my two favorite full moon rituals is da -da -da, um, a uh, flower mandala ritual is something that is more recent that I started doing. I saw Sally Mustang making, if you, if you don't know who she is, you should look her up because she makes awesome flower mandalas. Um, but I saw her doing some and they just seemed so interesting and I just decided to try it out one time. And the thing is, is it's so unorthodox to just be sitting there doing a flower mandala because it can take a really long time. Um, but that's why it was so beautiful is because it was so different and it really was just like creating art. Like it was meditative as you were, as I was making the flower mandala. It was really amazing. Um, of course, I set the aura, I um, sage everything, I, you know, put some music on. I think music is really important for this one um, because, I mean, that's kind of what gets you into that meditative mood. Or maybe that's just me. You can choose to do silence if you want, but do not have any distractions around you if you do that because it's supposed to be a meditative experience on its own. And basically all you do is make your flower mandala. <laughs> I use crystals and flowers. And um, yeah, so you just kind of create, I mean, yeah, a mandala with flower petals. I, they can be fresh. They can be dried. 
They can be like some leftover ones from last week that are dying and you need something to do with them. <laughs> you can choose to go out in nature, pick some daisies and some leaves, get really creative with it. And it really gets you thinking outside of the box and gets your creative energies, your imagination flowing a little bit. And like I said, it's it's very meditative. It's super relaxing. It's amazing to create this art and then you never want to get rid of it afterwards. <laughs> um, the whole idea of a full moon, guys, is for self-reflection and for self-love, um, at least in my personal opinion. This is the time for reaping the benefits of your manifestation. And if that not be the case, then the reflection on the past two weeks and what has been going on in your life, in your mind, in your subconscious, why it hasn't manifested. Um, but is drawing that energy from the universe into your body. And you're going to be fueled with creative energy. You're going to be fueled with just energy in general. And so that's why I like to do take the time to do something a little bit extra creative when I do something like that. Um, because it's a time for self-love as well, I um, do also recommend a bath ritual. Those are very popular. And I do those ever so often as well. Um, just for this, it's, it's quite simple as well. It's like the, um, the doing of this is the meditation, basically. So... It's very important for the bath rituals to set the, set the aura, especially. Um, so I will draw myself some water, some really hot water because I like really hot water, and then put crystals all over my bathtub. And I will put my rose quartz inside of my water to infuse that water with um, that energy, that vibration of what I want to manifest. And then I will light candles, incense, all the things, put on my singing bowls, and um, I'll do some journaling, uh, some reflection journaling, basically, of the past two weeks, and remind myself of what my goals are and why I wanted them, and how far I've gotten, and how I'm going to get further. I'll write on my future self, like where I'm going to be a year from now, six months from now, a month from now, 10 years from now, whatever it is I want to do, or how long I want my bath to be, really. Um, but I'll do some reading as well, just taking up all of the time you can in that hot water to do all of the peacefulness that you can, whether it's meditating, journaling is my favorite thing to do, and um, reading something that is relaxing as well. But I love reading self-help books. Um, I really recommend Rebecca Campbell or um, Gabby Bernstein. They're probably my two favorite authors right now for self-growth books. But yeah, so that is my second favorite full moon ritual. And then remember on a full moon to always set your crystals outside in the moonlight to soak up the energy of the full moon so they can get fully charged again so that they can start cleansing your space and providing it with that positive energy even stronger. Um, it's just like water. I mean, I mean, it's just like water. <laughs> it's just like plants. They need sunshine. They need to be watered and able to flourish. Like they're probably going to survive without that for a good amount of time, but sooner or later they're, they're, they're going to die out. Their energy is going to die out. Um, uh, it's like, it's the same thing with those natural substances. They are still going to be there. But the, like, you have to charge them with an energy 
to get the energy, like a phone. You need to charge the phone up for the phone to be energized. You need to charge your crystals up for them to be energized as well. So that's a very important um, thing that I don't think a lot of people think about when they get their crystals. They have them sit around for years and years, and really they're just a piece of artwork at that point. They've soaked up so much negative energy and pushed out so much positive that they're really just some artwork in your house now. So don't forget to put your crystals outside on the porch for the full moon. And um, you can also do a crystal infused water um, for this as well. So I will get some purified water and it's really, really preferred that it's a natural water from earth. So if you have a river nearby or a lake or something like that to get that water and make sure that's purified if you have a purifier or if you need to boil it or whatever you need to do if you're worried about how purified it is and put a few crystals one to like maybe three crystals in there that have to do with your manifestation and put it out overnight in the moonlight and you'll have a crystal energetic infused water and then wake up in the morning and drink that water meditate on the intention that you are soaking in that you are manifesting into your body you're literally putting that vibration into your body you're literally manifesting that into your bloodstream it's pretty beautiful as well you can do a whole ritual on that too if you really wanted to um but yeah so those are some recommendations that i have for your new and full moon rituals hope you guys enjoyed that and yeah so i hope you guys are all having an awesome isolation period still i am able to go back to work here very soon but i'm not 100 percent sure if i want to i want to soak in this time maybe until the 30th to take my time to be with myself to continue to do a lengthy morning routine and continue to figure out what my life is outside of my job and what the next steps forward are, are really going to be. So that's what I've been up to and I hope that the beginning of this kind of gave you some enlightenment on the fact that everyone out there is struggling in their own way and I hope to shed that light with you and help you grow. All right guys, see you next time. Thank you.